0: Let's actually start with the Canes from last night, Joe. I don't think you could have asked for a better start for the Carolina Hurricanes last night. They were doing very – the Canes canesed last night to start. And if you score two power play goals and you prevent the other team from scoring any power play goals, uh, I like chances. I like chances. So they pulled that thing out 2-1 last night, take a one-game lead in this series.
1: It's really unusual for the Canes to score on the power play period. I know. Let alone five seconds. Our friend Wade Minter didn't even have the chance to announce that this is a real person. Hudson Fashing had a penalty. <laughs> yeah. Hudson Fashing, that, that does sound like a, a new metropolitan New York area suburb. Hudson Fashing. Yeah. With the penalty, five seconds. Hudson, Wade Minter Hudson. couldn't even say Hudson Fashing that two sound, minutes for tripping. That sounds like tripping. a gentrified neighborhood yeah. in New York. He couldn't That's even say is. Hudson Fashing two minutes for tripping because Brent Burns set up Sebastian Aho for a power play goal. Literally five seconds Unreal. into the man advantage. They take the, the 1-0 lead. They go up 2-0 on the second power play goal, which, again, set up by Burns. Mm-hmm. Look, on one hand, it's great that the, the Canes won last night in the way that they won. Yeah. I thought Burns was awesome. The mm-hmm. power play was effective. And I thought the rest of the game, you know, went back and forth. I enjoyed. There was none of the nonsense that we saw with Nashville. Yeah, you with Tampa, mentioned that last night. Boston and the Rangers, between the whistles, clean game, two teams just looking to play hockey. I enjoyed that part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, there there's no nonsense that you see with Boston, right? And Auntie Ranta? I thought he was good. Thought he was solid. He, he did enough to win the game, to help the team win the game. You thought he was just good last I just night? I thought he was I mean, he was fine. Really. He was perfectly acceptable. He wasn't the best goalie in the game. Uh, um, Sorokin was better than he was, but that doesn't matter. No. Sorokin's the one who kept his team in it long enough for the Islanders to get a chance at the end. But but that's know. very much the, I, I think last night, uh, this, this
0: kind of gets back to what we were talking about yesterday between the Islanders and the Canes. And I'm only being halfway jokey when I say the Canes canes last night. And when the Canes do their thing, they're a better team than the Islanders. These are all things that we recognize going into the series. It's the reason why I wanted the Canes to play the Islanders out of the gate. We were talking about this before the show. I mean, the Islanders are the worst of the playoff yeah. bunch and the canes get the well, fortune of doing this to start this to start the playoffs which gets to the islanders the islanders were also very opportunistic and th- that that would be the one concern for the carolina hurricanes is that they've had average goaltending for the most part this season and you cannot take your chances against what has been an opportunistic islanders squad uh that gets by mostly on goaltending and you're right Sorokin is the better goalie in this series has been
1: consistently. But the yeah. Islanders, 0 for 4 on the power play. Ding, Canes ding, 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 ding. two of them. They can't produce. I, there were some struggles, I thought, for the Canes, but I love the way that Jordan Stahl's line played, particularly in the third period. That's going to change. You know, we saw this last year. Remember, when you're at home you get the change mm-hmm. so rod can put jordan Stahl on their top line they're a top heavy team just based on watching them one time i can tell that their top line the parzell and horvat mm-hmm. and anders lee those guys can those guys have that's their skill and when rod is able to match up you know fast martinook and Stahl on them the canes are going to win the game we saw this last year with the rangers and the bruins that's when the trouble comes in on the road when Rod doesn't have that last match.
0: Now, Ronta was the first star of the game last night, which is the thing that you were kind of I thought was, teasing gold about earlier. Yeah, I mean, today. it was just kind of we a generic,
1: the Canes win, let's give it to the goalie. Again, I thought he was fine, Yeah, but I did, I did not think he was extraordinary. I thought Brent Burns, given all of the problems the Canes have had. Was excellent. In the playoffs, he was on excellent. the power play. Yeah. Was the primary reason they scored the two goals? He was. He was excellent. He's absolutely. He's. He like I'm not hallucinating. He was, you're not.
0: No. 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 Brent Burn. <laughs> last night, what Brent Burns showed you was the reason why they brought him here. Yeah. And,
1: and when he was on the ice, you, there was the the warning sign was on the ice. And like, oh, this guy's little, on the ice. The Canes
0: could score. And there's a little bit of a what if if Max Pacioretty had been healthy. Like you know, he has injury, comes back, he stays to just don't play five games. You know what could have been? Just how much better this team. Could be, but this team's still pretty good when they play the way that they need to play, which is really what was evidenced last night. Now, the curiosity is going to be what do they do on Wednesday night in game two at PNC Arena? Did they go back to Ronta or did they go about this like you have in the regular sure, season?
1: Surely you're not curious about that at this point. I mean, I, I think now that it's surely played, you're saying that as a radio bit and not as someone who I don't know. Come on, I legitimately do not know. I Stop. I would like I, I don't think there was any question in game one. Because again, this isn't time to like say, oh, hey, Freddie, we pay you all this money. We love you. Yes. We care about you. No, dude. You're here to win the damn thing. But here's That's what my, you're here for. Here
0: would be my counter to that. Here's be my counter to that. Freddie, do you want Freddie Anderson checked out? Right? Do you do you yeah, want not, him to yeah. have the comp because uh, the one thing about saying, Ranta. Everything, no. everything that I've ever been okay, here's my thing. Yeah. Everything that's ever been told to me about Auntie Ronta is that he understands his role better than anybody else, okay? Sure. So you can have Freddie Anderson kind of go through the ups and downs of the regular season. When they need to go to Ronta, he goes in there and and he does his job. And I think that's why last night's reaction to the win goes Ronta's way because it was almost like a reward, like, hey, man, thank God you're healthy, thank God you know your role, and you made some great saves last night. Here's Rod Brennamore on Ronta's performance last night. Well, he played great. He played great. I mean, so did the other guy. I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, they made some saves there that could have put the game away for us. And then the rants held us in, too, at times, especially when there's two in the third right away. So, could, I mean, that game pretty much went how we, you know, thought it would. They made great saves. We had good saves. I think both teams were going pretty hard.
1: That's uh, Rod Brennamore last night. Yeah, when I tell you that you have the Real Talk Express, mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting that you pull a Gerard Gallant and you call the guy a taxi and you have him pick up outside PNC <laughs> yeah, Arena to say that you're far. on your way. Yeah, we're not going that No, but far. at the beginning of the playoffs, and I'm sure that that was the conversation after Freddie Anderson's performance against the Panthers in the regular season finale, and that is stay ready. Mm-hmm. We believe in you, but Antti Ranta has been the better goaltender, particularly at home. We're going to go into the playoffs, and how he plays will determine what we do from there. When you win Game One, two to one, in the way that they did, yeah. and I don't see the rest of this series changing dramatically, no, either direction, right? Like I, I mentioned, the line change, which in the, the having the matchup advantage at home, when the Islanders get that at home, you watch Barzell and Horvat are going to score, and you're going to go, well, how did that happen? Because the same exact thing happened last year, okay. But what I'm saying to you is once you win a certain way in this this series, I think you and I are both on the kind of the same page, five, six games. Five games. Okay. I, and I think it just goes that way. And you look at Ronta and you go, okay, even if you lose up in New York two to one, so what? It's not your fault.
0: All right. So here would be my concern with Auntie Ronta. All right, he's been fantastic at home. There are durability questions. There's a durability question. Absolutely. So do do we expect it would be the greatest upset of upsets if the Canes go the distance, so they get to the Eastern Conference Final and Ronta has been the goalie throughout. So hear me out on this. Remember when they had two captains?
1: And what a disaster that was. No, 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 no. but
0: hear hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. They had a home captain and a road captain. Mm. All right, so what is Ranta really good at this season? He's been
1: spectacular at home,
0: unbelievable at home. When was the last time they lost a regulation game I don't think with they Ranta did this year, right in goal? Right, I think it's like eleven. I, hope, yeah. I think it's like eleven wins. Right. So Ranta starts again on Wednesday, but when they go to New York on so you Friday, say you're
1: saying if they're up 2-0, zero, they're going to switch goalies? Yes,
0: they go to Freddie on the road and just basically treat it like you would. You know, the regular season. All right, Freddie, it's your go.
1: Hey, it's game 85. Right. I wish there was a way yeah, man. for me to bet on this. This is what I wish. Because <laughs> well, you can't find action somewhere? There's there's not a website. No, taking you would be on the this? one who'd have to take the action yeah, that I if the so. Canes were up 2 0. And they go to Freddy. And Ronta Off just the played, replicates the game that we saw yeah. last night, which was above average. It yeah. was good. Save him. Yeah, he did enough to help them win the, the hockey game. He did. Okay. You're suggesting if he does that again. hmm. He will not start game three. That is exactly what I'm saying. With the most superstitious people in the history of sports. Well, this is where I counter your superstition.
0: What's worked for them all season long? Their rotation. They don't have a guy. Yes. They don't have a guy. So if you're superstitious, why would you change what you've been doing? No, there there is
1: a legitimate answer for this. They had to play a lot of games in the second half. The last two months, yeah, last six did. weeks of the season. Yeah. And Don Waddell came on this program and he said basically no goalie will play in consecutive games. I don't think they ended up doing it once. Mm-hmm. So you are saving things for the playoffs. But once you're in the playoffs, you're no longer saving. It's Yeah, it's playoff time. <laughs> it is now time to put everyone right, who so can help you I'm win calling games it, I'm calling on the ice. I'm going to call it now.
0: Ronta plays in game two. Win or Kane's lose. win. Kane, win or lose. Freddie Anderson starts okay. Friday. I'm calling it right now so we spent a good chunk of time talking about the carolina hurricanes it's obviously the thing happening locally that matters uh for our audience but nationally the nba playoffs are rolling on and draymond green provided the content that the nba needs this time of the year when when we're not obsessing over injuries and block charges we can always count on draymond green to give us some level of drama which is he did last night as the golden state warriors are now down two games to nothing to the Sacramento Kings. In a way, it's probably the best thing for the Warriors to have Green be the focal point of what happened last night because here's the thing, Joe. I was asleep, but I did watch the condensed this morning, and Golden State is a team that is absolutely outmatched by what Sacramento is bringing to the table right now and it's really just Steph Curry, and that's about it right now. I mean, I think I saw the stat that the the Golden State Warriors essentially won the 41 minutes that Steph Curry was on the floor, and they lost the six minutes that he was not. And they were losing with Draymond Green, and they were losing without Draymond Green. And that's going to be the big shiny object, obviously, but. The Warriors are in serious trouble with or without the drama of Draymond Green.
1: Yeah, in the second quarter, the Warriors gave up 41 points just in the second quarter. When you don't play any defense for an entire quarter yeah. in the NBA, guess what? You're not going to win the basketball game. I, I'm going I'm to make a confession here, Joe. Mm-hmm. There are times where—I'm just, I'm just going to say it, and then we'll let the chips fall here. Okay. There are times where you say to me, or, or you—like yesterday— You send young gravy out into the into the audience (laughs) Uh to get vibe check. Yeah, the vibe check. Yeah, get the vibe check. Joe, at what point can we have a serious conversation about the actual sports? Mm -hmm. You know? Let's talk sports, Joe. Sure. Enough of this vibe stuff. And then I find myself thinking, well, how does one explain Alabama basketball this year? Mm -hmm. Right? Most talented team in the NCAA tournament. And yet, they didn't make they didn't even make the final four. With the easiest, clearest path in the history of college basketball. Yeah. Why is that? Well, let's get back to the vibe checks. Well, the whole Brandon Miller situation wasn't great. Check the vibes. They weren't great. Mm-hmm. You look at the Warriors. They win the title last year. They bring everybody back. Everybody's under contract. They got these two young guys and Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, and you're like, wow, man. These guys are set up to kind of continue this thing because it's not just Steph Curry. Yeah. It's not just Clay Thompson. They got these young guys that they've integrated. Warriors are ahead of the game, man. And, and, this, this dynasty's rolling. And what does Draymond decide to do? Yeah. Colcock Poole. Mm-hmm. Because effectively Pool got paid this offseason and Draymond didn't. And Draymond didn't like it. So let's go to vibes. Well, why can't how do we explain the Warriors? How are they not going to win the title this year? Well, I don't know. Let's just check the vibes because last time I checked, you punch one of your teammates. Mm-hmm when they're not michael jordan and steve kerr it's probably not going to end great no it's right they
0: were never right after this and so it took it took a long time for them to actually put
1: that behind it's been a weird year yes for the warriors i i got a great price on this series as kings as the three seed as an underdog Mm -hmm. with home court advantage i get it people dismiss the kings but if, if you watched any of these games on tv the crowds in Sacramento have, have been, been off the charts. bonkers.
0: Off the charts.
1: Bonkers. The, yes. envi- the atmosphere is bonkers. You know who else has been really good? And I kind of hate to say it because he is my least favorite Carolina player of all time. Harrison Barnes had two yams last year. Harrison Barnes really has been really, really good. Yes. He's been really, for his role, he's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. And if you would have told me 11 years ago that he'd actually still be in the NBA yeah. for a guy who is as limited as he is in handling the ball, mm-hmm. I would be like, Nah. That ain't going to happen. And here he is helping the Kings, a team in the playoffs for the first time in 16 years, get back at a team that he won a ring with and decided that he wasn't good enough anymore, of course, because they chased Durant.
0: Of course, of course.
1: That's Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovius. But vibe but, checks sometimes is right, Joe. Sometimes that's all you got to do.
0: I feel like, speaking of Jordan, sometimes I feel like uh, that whole setup, um, I took I took that personally. Well, as, I just said, though, I'm just going to throw it out there. As, as I, I though, know it potentially would
1: offend you. No, but it, you it's, know.
0: it's fine. It's fine. It's almost like I only have like 20 some odd years of radio experience almost. To, to know what, what kind of plays in this business and what doesn't. But I, let's drill it down even further beyond that. This is about Draymond Green. Straight up, this is about Draymond. Yes. And the one thing that I've had a hard time reconciling is there are times where I would like to talk about sports, but you have guys like Draymond that absolutely work the system to his favor, and there's gamesmanship that goes on. At some point, the gamesmanship, he is not as clever as he thinks he is when it comes to gamesmanship. He usually gets outfoxed by those who are better than him. Let's go all the way back to Game 4 and and Game 5 with LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James absolutely baited him in-game four, knowing full well. LeBron knew. 16, yeah, 2016 2016. The historic Golden State Warriors team that won 73 games. All right? Shout out to Cuffs the Legend, who still has his Twitter account. 73-9, and and they lied. All right? Because they they ended up losing that series. They blew a 3-1 series lead. Part of the reason why they blew that 3-1 series lead is because LeBron James was savvy enough. A big part. Was savvy enough to understand where Draymond was in the flagrant count. Okay? Auto-suspension. And he baited Draymond Green into reacting, and Draymond did, and that was automatic, and that was a pivotal moment in Game Five without Draymond Green,
1: and the rest is history. Obviously, with the Cleveland yeah, he's uh, already cost a franchise a title, I One mean, title,
0: and he never really has to speak to it anymore. No, because
1: he has four. I guess he's been a, he's been an integral member of four other title teams. This is we've talked about how the West is wide open. It's also wide open for reigning champs yeah. by the way they had the pieces there and I just I don't look they could still come back and win this series I don't know obviously. I don't see it no I don't they see it they can because, they have the ability to not
0: not with not with the stuff that's going on with Draymond because what was even worse about last night wasn't necessarily the action all right and this is what gets to Draymond Green mm-hmm. once again getting outfoxed when it comes to what he thinks he's a super savvy podcaster
1: stomping on DeMonta Sabonis if you miss it this is like yeah. Christian Leitner. All over again, but like actually worse, even actually b- 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 even like more way intentional.
0: Worse. Way worse. So here's where the gamesmanship is coming into play, and here's where he's gonna get out Fox, and he's probably gonna miss the next game, and that's gonna be even more pivotal for the Golden State Warriors. So the the Sacramento Kings talked about, oh well, we got x-rays to make sure that everything was good with Sabonis mm-hmm. because I mean Draymond put his put his foot down pretty yep. hard. Here's here's Draymond Green after the game explaining what exactly happened and why he did what he did. Again,
1: peep the gamesmanship that's taking place. My leg got grabbed. Second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I gotta land my foot somewhere. And I'm not the most flexible person, so it's not stretching that far. So you didn't really see where you were stepping. You just kind of. I, I can only step so far and pulling my leg away. So, what was it is the... what it is.
0: So that's Draymond Green after the game. He talked about how the officials were just looking on. It's like, that's not what actually happened. They actually assessed Sabonis with a flagrant one. And they hit Draymond with a flagrant two after they went to the review. Now, when Sabonis underwent x-rays to check out his ribs and his lungs, ESPN pointed out that um, Draymond Green also had his ankle checked out. Again, gamesmanship. But then there's Mike Brown, head coach of the Sacramento Kings, who said, yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see Mike Brown, who knows a thing or two about this. Okay, right? Let's go back to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. All right. Going, yeah, well, I'm going to be really curious to see what the NBA does with Draymond Green. Because this is now Draymond Green's sixth flagrant foul in 147 career playoff games. That is time accrued. And I haven't seen the news yet as to whether they're going to do something or not. But if the NBA hit him with a suspension for the retaliatory action, which, which they've done this season before then there's your series. And that's twice now that Draymond Green has cost him. And as you said, West is wide open. There's no reason why Steph and this team can't. But they're not if Draymond Green's going to act like an idiot. And I like Draymond because he really is the future of where things are going. Player, podcaster, keep the content going. But there are limits in what you can get away with. And Draymond Green, can, he's a habitual line yeah, stepper. I mean- And this is it. You're you're sabotaging your own
1: team. And again, you've already done it once in the final stage, and now you're going to do it again.